0: Hello everyone and welcome to the 10th episode of the Bond Brain. I'm your host, Bud West. Before I get into today's topic, I want to send a thank you out to all the guys and gals out there and anyone who's been listening. I've had over a thousand listeners to my podcast. I've only been around for a little over two months. So the, the support has been really great. Thank you one and all. I had an Instagram live cast if you're not on Instagram get out there look at YouTube there's there's great live casts being done by a variety of people I'm not saying mine was great I had a really good time doing it I did it during the lunch hour fortunately I had a few technical difficulties one of the 007 podcasts that I really like is the intrepid 007 and he was logged in I Had about 30 people on and I, I tried to get him in I it just didn't seem to work so hopefully I'll get that worked out and I'll actually be able to do some more live casts and actually have some guests on. and then you know give other people in the community a chance to you know throw out your opinion today I want to talk about uh, a specific book and not only a specific book but to kind of preface that with the benefits of being a reader now obviously we know there are many benefits to being a person who reads a lot of books and it's something that I enjoy considerably far more so than even watching television or movies. There are a host of mental benefits. we get from reading and one of those ties into what I covered in a lot of other topics with a lot of other things that we can do and that is just that mental stimulation and the sheer exercise of your brain. One thing reading does for us that we really can't get out of some other activities is reading is very good for obviously expanding our knowledge but it's also very good for expanding our vocabulary and don't think that reading fiction doesn't really expand your knowledge. Fiction these days really has a lot of real-world elements in it, particularly things like the classics. Some of the classics can give you an insight into a different period of time in history and the way people viewed things during those times. So even though it might be Moby Dick, You can really learn a lot about whaling and the seafaring industry from that period of time. And, you know, even Frankenstein and and Dracula. And I mean, those were classics that spoke to people's fears and in some cases, real beliefs during that time period. Reading has been attributed with helping to lower stress and tension, assisting people with depression, And it also actually helps by improving your memory. It does give people better focus. If you're a person who has to write, some people don't have the choice with writing. Some people choose to be writers. Some people it's just part of, or maybe a minor part of a job that they don't particularly like. But the more you read, and the better of a reader you are, the better of a writer you will be. It also has an effect, and I'm not sure how they prove this, but it's also attributed with... I know it enhances imagination, I do some writing myself, but it's also attributed with enhancing empathy. I'm not quite sure how they prove that, but that's what's out there. That's the scientific, that's a sociological study of benefits of reading. I love this topic because I read a ton. I... I'm normally in the middle of about eight or nine different books at a time and I read a, a huge range of topics. Everything from Ian Fleming and spy novels to things like The Da Vinci Code. I'm in the middle of three biographies right now. A Naval History of World War II, some technical manuals uh, for work, and I On occasion, I've had some people say, how can you possibly read eight or nine different books at a time? And they they think it's kind of odd. But the truth of the matter is, I've actually met a ton of people. It's really not that out of the ordinary. And to those people, I usually answer that question with a question of my own and... How many different television shows do you watch and plot lines and characters and settings and stuff do you keep in your head? And when I ask people that question, they usually do an about face on the reading thing and they say, Well, yeah, you know, I'm only really reading eight or nine different books. There are probably some people who are are keeping 20, 30, 35 different television shows and what happened on those shows in their head. And reading really isn't much different in that respect. So, on top of reading, I wanted to share uh, a book that I really liked and fits into the Bond world, and that is uh, a book called GoldenEye, where Bond was born Ian Fleming's Jamaica. So, it's not about the movie GoldenEye. It's not about the novelization of the film. It's about GoldenEye itself, the place where Ian Fleming went each and every summer for over a decade and the place that he sat and he built a home there and that's where he wrote all of the bond now the book is by Matthew Parker. Now the book was published in 2015, and it's really not overly long for uh, a book of this nature. One of the things that I like about it is it it really follows um, it follows a chronology here, and it begins with ian fleming's first experience in jamaica during the war and then it is it progresses the way that the chapters are named they break down the years and the novel that he happened to be writing at that time and i think it does a really good job of painting a picture of the estate uh, of his life and his relationships as they progressed over this period of time I mean it also goes into the political turmoil that that was occurring in Jamaica through that period of time and how it did or did not affect him or how he isolated himself and he actually had friends then come to the island and and build houses and I think it paints a pretty good picture of the island itself. I think it paints a pretty good picture of Ian Fleming himself. And it's I, I really recommend this one. If you really want to get into where, you know, where was Bond born? How did he write these novels? How did he go about it? Now, you're talking the 50s here, and a, and a novel in those days was a couple hundred pages. And these days, you're, you're sort of seeing a return to that, because with ebooks they don't really put a maximum or a minimum number of pages. I've mentioned before, I've written a, a couple novels myself, And I have to say that Fleming's method of writing, to seclude himself in another nation and sort of away from everybody else and set a specific schedule for writing, I can personally identify with. Now, I write for fun. I charge, you know, 99 cents for a book. I make just enough money to have someone professionally edit the next book. I mean, it's not a career or profession for me, but he actually was a very dedicated writer and it really goes into that. And I can identify with the way he did it. The first time I wrote a book was, and it's it's going to sound goofy, but because I was bored, Uh, I read a ton. And I knew that I had a year ahead of me where I was traveling for work. And I was away from home four nights a week and i might sit in a cigar lounge one of those nights but i'm not the kind of guy to sit in a bar by himself at night and pound drinks or even nurse a drink i mean i hey i, I like going to you know a local pub or especially an irish pub and having some beers and my wife and i'll go out and grab a drink i love doing that but by myself doesn't really appeal to me so i was kind of bored sitting in a hotel room every night and uh, I've written two books. They're roughly, you know, they're B-trades, so it's not a huge level of complexity, but using the Fleming method of, in my case, you know, secluded for for business purposes, the first book took me about six months. The second one took me two years. Now, I'd, I'd like to crank them out faster don't get me wrong I, I don't uh, I I prefer to be home with my wife and my kids and and you know they say you know men we just have better toys than boys I want to be home with my toys so I want to be here to grab uh, my one of my Bond films off of the shelf and throw it in the in the DVD or or Blu-ray player I want to be able to pick up you know one of the Bond novels and just read it again so I, I totally get though Fleming's approach. And I think that Matthew Parker's book really goes not only into that, but if if you're into writing yourself and you pick up things like Writer's Digest or other kind of self-help type of publications, they will give you suggestions on ways that you can increase your writing frequency, set goals, set timetables. And Fleming really does that. He he does a really good job of combining that. And Matthew Parker really, really Covers that from beginning to end. So, reading is great for your brain. This is actually a very good book um, to read. I have a couple more I intend to, to review as these podcasts go by. I'm in the middle of The Life of Ian Fleming by John Pearson, which is sort of a, a republication. I've read some other books I'm, I'm considering doing a review of. I, several years ago, read Gerald Dawington's Being James Bond. I really enjoyed that. Paul Kiriazzi, and, and I, I hope I'm not mispronouncing the man's name, but uh, how to live the James Bond lifestyle. I thought they were they were f- you know fun books. They were uh, a great way to kind of escape the day, even if it's just for a few minutes. And I recently picked up a book called Spy Secrets That Can Change Your Life by Jason Hansen. So uh, I've actually started to read that. I don't know how it really applies to everyday life. I thought it was a pretty cool title. So I gave it a shot and that one may come up in the future too so stay tuned if you like to read you've come across some Bond related or Spy related stuff that you think is really cool drop me a line on Instagram you know I'd love to see what other people are reading and Recently, some of these other books have, have been coming to the forefront with the Bond experience, holding up some examples of books that that he's come across, and so, you know, that's pretty cool, and, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to picking up a, f- a few of those. I have um, some other books um, that are a little dated now on the films and the making of the films that i may get into i haven't yet decided on those but that they could be fun reviews and fun discussions and that is all i have for now i love to keep these short and if um if you're looking for some book suggestions reach out if you have some reach out and Hopefully we'll, uh, we'll you know, find some other books that we can expand our knowledge and expand our vocabulary and then have a little fun in the, in the James Bond world. I'm Bud Wess. This is the Bond Brain, and the Bond Brain will return.